Welcome back to another edition of Sports Business Secrets. My name is Kevin Tarka. I am the founder of Creation Talent Agency, and I will be releasing a new podcast every single day for an entire year that is specifically designed to share the inevitable challenges of the sports business world and how to overcome them. I'm inviting you to join me in real time on my personal journey of representing professional basketball players, traveling the world, and continuously finding ways to battle through the adversity in this competitive industry. The goal is to share as many secrets as I can to help you along your own path to success. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to episode 122. That means that we are officially 33% through our goal of 365 episodes in a row. 122 out of 365 equals a third of the way. Let's go. Super excited. Super grateful for you guys tuning in. And we've got a lot more episodes to go. But what I have for you here today, people is a topic that many people have been waiting for. Uh, it's a very popular topic. I would say maybe top three of, of most of the questions that I that I get asked, and that is exposure camps. Right, I've talked about it briefly in a handful of these episodes, but I'm going to try and and summarize everything that you need to know about exposure camps here in this episode. So. Uh, I, if, if you're looking for answers and you know, someone else that's looking for answers, please send this episode to them because a lot of this information is not really talked about uh, as openly as I'm about to talk about it. Uh, and people need to understand it. So to begin, as I've said before, I have a love hate relationship with exposure camps. Why is that pretty simple? Because there are some people that run exposure camps for the right reasons and to, uh, help guys or girls get to that next level. And there are some people that do it for transactional purposes and to make money because it's very easy to make money. Uh, it's just not easy to make money and do it for the right reasons and have the, the, the right type of communication uh, to really tell guys and girls what they're getting into. Uh, so for that reason, doesn't mean that they're terrible people. Some are not so good people, but for that reason, uh, it's a love-hate relationship. There, there, there's just, it's very difficult to do it really well. And if you do it well, uh, you know, if you, if you really tell players what they're getting into and the chances and likelihood of it actually helping them, uh, at least to get a contract as the end goal, then there would be many, th- th- there would be much less, uh, much less money being handed over to exposure camps. Just put it that way. Right. So again, love, hate relationships. So To begin here, what is an exposure camp? It is exactly what it sounds like. It's a camp or an organized event that allows you, or at least allegedly, gives you exposure to decision makers at the next level that could potentially sign you as a professional basketball player and give you a contract. All right. There are obviously different levels to this, right? Everywhere from exposure camps for high school kids all the way to to college exposure camps and Today, we're talking about pro exposure camps and the exposure camps that anybody can go to that allows them to be seen for a professional contract. Now, you can call the G League Invitational Exposure Camp for sure. Obviously, it's a, it's a different level. Uh, and there are a few other ones that I'm about to talk about that are a different level as well, um, which is the, the Portsmouth Invitational, and the Professional Basketball Combine. But just, just really understand as I get into this that those three that I just mentioned are the top of the top. So 
we know here that I'm a math guy and uh, I'm a numbers guy. We know the majority of athletes are not lucky enough to be in that top percentage to make it to those or to get exposed or, or to get invited to those, right? So a lot of people that uh, the majority of people, even most people that are probably listening to this or most people that are looking to get for that buzzword exposure camps, they're going to be trying to restart their career or they're going to try and be getting a, trying to, to, to get a leg up. Uh, maybe they had a bad experience or they had to transfer or they went to JUCO or they sat out a couple of years and though that's, that's the majority of people, right? But for, for things like the Portsmouth Invitational and the professional basketball combine, yeah, if you're listening and you are in college and you are at division one level or, or division two or JUCO, of course, or NAIA, but you, you know, uh, uh, you're doing really well. Um, you should shoot for these, right? These are, these are the, the, the top, exposure camps at that at the highest pro level and so the Portsmouth Invitational for those who are unaware otherwise known as PIT it's an event that happens shortly after the college basketball season ends every year and that features 64 of the country's top rated college seniors in a four-day 10 or 12 game event in front of NBA team representatives and many overseas scouts so players are put through measurements and combine testing and they get the opportunity to get interviewed by nba front office personnel and again just interact with some of these overseas scouts that are here to potentially offer contracts to some of the players that might not make the nba and and so that that event's been around for almost 75 years so it's obviously an honor to be invited to that type of event but it's definitely not something that can make, or it's definitely not something that can, uh, you know, break your career if you happen to get passed up on. If you are in college listening to this, I've seen guys that have been passed up on that, and they've had um, unbelievable careers, whether they end up making it to the NBA or overseas and making lots of money playing this game. And I've seen guys that actually get invited to that and do pretty poorly, and it could potentially hurt them. So uh, th- that's just important to keep in mind. I mean, obviously, in the past, there's been players that have earned themselves NBA workouts and spots on summer leagues. And, um, you know, last year there was, I'm sorry, not last year at this point, cause last year didn't happen. 2019, there were five guys that, um, that ended up getting drafted, um, uh, which I think was a record. Um, it was Justin James, Terrence Mann, Quindari Weatherspoon, Jarrell Brantley and Mariel Shyock. And I believe, I believe four out of those five guys are still in the league and or the G league. And one of them is overseas, I believe. Um, but it's, it's the top of the top, right? And after the Portsmouth Invitational is, I mentioned the, the professional basketball combine and that's kind of new, uh, new on the map, relatively speaking. Uh, my guy, Jake Kelfer runs that. And uh, it's, it's just another event that gives players an opportunity to be seen by NBA team representatives. There were some overseas people there, but since it's so new and and it's on a, a different part of the calendar, it's it's difficult for those same overseas representatives to come. But it's 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 the new guy in the block, right? It's picked up speed the past few years, and I think uh, depending on how this this summer goes, it's if it continues, it's going to be uh, it's it's going to be fantastic. But each player who attends that camp, they get the opportunity to participate in private workouts and scrimmages, do combine testing, interview with NBA GMs, NBA scouts, G League coaches, a lot of the same stuff that they have at Portsmouth. Um, and and so participants that have been in that over the short period of time it's been alive have gotten two-way contracts and NBA summer league invites and G League contracts and uh, a lot of international uh, league contracts and uh, and they even had one G League rookie of the year. So that is definitely something that the, the Portsmouth Invitational for seniors and professional basketball combine is something that if you're in college, those are the top of the top you should be shooting for. 
All right. Um, so outside of those, what I'm really referring to, and I want to get into the meat, meat and potatoes of this, of this episode is I want to educate on all the other exposure camps that aim to give you an opportunity to get a contract overseas. And I will begin this section with be careful and educate yourself just because people have an exposure camp and they make it sound sexy and they put some cool graphics up and they have a website doesn't mean it's a good camp and doesn't mean that it will get you a job. That's the most important part. In fact, if I crunch the numbers, it would surprise you at how many guys get jobs from that actual camp on that day committed from people that are there watching it versus guys that don't. Right. And, and again, it's key to understand that just because just because guys end up overseas later on and they happen to go to that camp earlier doesn't mean it's because of that camp. I don't want to, I'm not here to take things away from exposure camps. I just want to educate you on what you need to know. Right. So I'm not telling you that you should not go to exposure camps. I'm telling you to educate yourself because we can flip the script here and go to the other end of the spectrum. And I can say, shit, you can you can sit on your couch at home. Or you can go in your driveway and 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 dunk on on the basket as many times as you want and hope and pray that that somebody calls you. Or you can invest in yourself and give yourself a chance and go to these exposure camps. That's it, right? It's very simple. You can either do it or don't. I'm just trying to get across the point that you need to educate yourself and understand what your motivation is, understand what you're getting out of it, and then you can make the decision. But you have to go in with the right mindset because if you're going in there to get a contract, you will more than likely be disappointed considering uh, the fact that I just mentioned that not many people get those contracts. Now, if you go there thinking, hey, you know, maybe I can maybe I can plant the seeds and meet some people. Maybe I can learn something. Maybe I can compete. Maybe I can get some film, some updated social media exposure. And sure, if you bust ass and the right person sees you at the right time, Maybe you can get a contract, right? But please understand that you have to go into it with the right mindset. So a couple of things that are important to, to, to note here that drive me crazy when I see these, these random events popping up is one of the popular ones is FIBA scouts will be there. My friends, that is a made-up term. There's no such thing as FIBA scouts. FIBA is the governing body of basketball in, in, you know, in the world. They don't have scouts and they don't send scouts to come watch you play. And scouts, FIBA scouts aren't a thing, right? There, there could be international scouts, but trust me when I tell you, if this is not an exposure camp that's in Las Vegas during the summer league, international scouts are not coming to exposure camps in the United States. <laughs> Trust me, they barely have teams barely have the budget to send them to Vegas. And if they do, they're there for the NBA summer league, most of them to look for guys that they can actually afford with their budget that are going to be maybe dropping out of the NBA or on that fringe. And yes, there are some people that invest in their teams and come to the exposure camps and the best ones overseas for sure. But FIBA scouts is not a term, right? Another thing that I see a lot is it'll be plastered all over the front page. GMs and FIBA coaches, GMs and international, uh, international GMs and coaches will be there. Now that's not necessarily made up. I'm not saying it's made up, but just think about where these people are coming from. And most importantly, what time of the year it is. I saw one the other day that that somebody sent onto a Facebook group and you know on Facebook and said, you know, there's gonna be 30 plus international GMs and coaches there. People, first of all, 
it's a it's a pandemic. So no, so there there will be zero international coaches. Maybe if they're from Mexico. Uh, second of all, it's February. It's in the middle of the season. So if you take a step back and say, hmm, let me think about this. Why would a GM of a team from Italy or Spain or Hungary or anywhere overseas stop what they're doing, pay thousands of dollars to travel over here to an exposure camp to watch guys that that nothing against the talent that people have going there, but that aren't the best basketball players in the world. Maybe they'll get there, but why would they do that, right? They're not looking for they're not looking for people at exposure camps, especially in February. So that's just, it's, it's uh, those two, those two, they get me fired up. So please be careful when you, when you see camps that have those two things on them. Another thing is they'll say it's live streamed. Now, yes, that's better than not being live streamed and that's good. But trust me when I tell you, no one's watching that. It's another buzzword. Okay, maybe there's a couple coaches that watch it live streamed. And yes, like I said, it's good that the, the, like the, the video is going to stay there and then you can use it for film. And maybe it has a home online and it stays on YouTube. People can watch later for sure. There's value in that. But don't get sold a pipe dream and spend hundreds of dollars at a camp just because they said, hey, we're live streaming, right? Just just, just think about these topics and, 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 and hit it with the reality check, all right? Um, so... It will help that you have film. I just mentioned that a little bit. But if you have not played college basketball or if you sat out for two years or three years and you think that the film from exposure camps can help you get you a contract, you are mistaken. It will help, yes. It's good to update it, yes. It's good to get highlights, yes. But if that's your only thing and you're not supplementing your college career with that, it is very difficult, right? Another thing to be aware of that gets me fired up, just like anything else these days, we live in a world that that can easily be wowed by social media and, and by highlights and by cool graphics and by followers. I've seen a few recently. The uh, Overseas combines and overseas connections, I think, are the two that, that, that work intertwined with each other on, on social media. And again, I'm not here to put anyone down. Maybe they're great. They have some really cool graphics and they do a hell of a lot better at some uh, video highlights and making things look sexy than I do. But be careful with those, right? I don't know who run those. Maybe they're amazing people and they might be. I'm not putting them down. I'm just giving you a warning that... That, that that certain certain um, camps like that, it, it just because they have fifteen thousand followers or likes and people writing reviews doesn't mean you're going to get a job, right? Just be careful with camps that are fueled by Instagram advertising. Maybe those two in particular. This is going on the record again, so because I know someone's going to say, "Hey, Kevin was talking trash about." No, I don't care, right? Maybe those two are fantastic, but. I just happen to use those because those are the ones that I see doing paid Instagram ads or, 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 or popping up with, you know, 30,000 followers or whatever. Just be careful about that stuff, right? Maybe they're fantastic, but follow the next advice I'm going to give you is you have to ask people advice. You, you, you have to ask qu the right questions to the people that are running that. And if those questions are answered properly in order to fulfill your, your needs and what you're hoping to get out of it, then great. Go with that. All right. Same thing. It's it's the same thing about people posting on Facebook or Instagram about openings they have. You know, I see it all the time. It's it's um, it's kind of a different topic. I don't want to dig too far into it, but trust me when I tell you that these people don't have openings, right? The GM didn't call some random person who never who's never played basketball before and doesn't have their FIBA license to help them find a player for a hundred thousand dollar budget in Greece, right? It, it maybe looks cool on a graphic, 
but it, it's 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 not a thing, right? If it looks like a duck, if it walks like a duck, if it quacks like a duck, ding ding ding, you know the answer to that. It is too good to be true. Right? I can't tell you how dumbfounded I am when a player asks me, like, hey, I saw this post. I fit the description. A team in the Middle East or Eastern Europe is looking for a wing with experience for $15,000 a month. Man, come on, guys. Take a step back. It's too good to be true. Right? Some random person from Facebook is not going to get you that job. Right? It's not through openings. But anyways, we're, we're going down another path that's getting me too fired up. So back to exposure camps. So you have to ask yourself, when you crunch the numbers, is it worth it? So some camps are out here charging $100, some charge $350. I've seen some more, some less, some in between, right? And then you got to think about, all right, you got to fly there, right? Or maybe even drive. You got to stay in a hotel. You got to get food. You're spending, you might even spend $1,000. So instead of doing that, maybe there are alternatives out there. Personally, I'd say, why not go overseas on, on an overseas tour, which may or may or may not be legit, but if you can get an overseas tour, Maybe you can get your boots on the ground there and meet someone in person. And that that is a winner every single time versus an exposure camp in USA, almost every single time, right? Or go to Euro Pro Basket with my guy, Brad Canis in Valencia. They got the best facilities in Europe, not just uh, you know weekend games. You get experience, you get a club feel, you get practice, you get coached by European coaches, you play local teams, you learn the European style, et cetera, right? If you can go to a training academy, yes, you got to invest in yourself. And yes, it might be a thousand or more, but- it's it's something like that is going to be much more uh, efficient in terms of potential eyes on you and potential opportunities being over in Europe versus a a, a two day you know three game exposure camp that's live streamed to all those uh, fantastic FIBA scouts coming there right just think about that right so if that's for you as always I want to try and help you so if something like Euro Pro Basket or going on an international tour is for you and you're ready to invest in yourself. I always enjoy sending people to Brad or to people that have um, that 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 have tours, right? So there's there's no formula to this game. You have to educate yourself and ask yourself what you're looking for, what the mindset is you have. And so, as always, don't forget. At the end of the day, I'm not here to 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 completely um, shit on exposure camps. I'm not. I, I think some of them are fantastic, and and some of them are run by amazing people, and some of my friends run them, and and so. Some of those camps that I actually do recommend, uh, and 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 I'm sure I'm going to be missing some because the past year there's been a lot of camps that have, that have unfortunately had to fold because of COVID and that aren't going on. I'm sure there's going to be a handful of fantastic ones coming up, um, maybe later this summer. But worldwide sports management is for sure um, the the top exposure camp that's out in summer league or it's out in Las Vegas during the summer league. And that's run by Alvin snow. And that's just, it's been around for a while and you know, there's a draft to get into it. Um, and that one, I can vouch for you that there are European scouts and coaches that come over there because they are at the NBA summer league to look for players, right? James Blackburn, um, and, and coast to coast basketball, they run some fantastic camps um, they, they have many during different times of the year. For example, they have ones that are in the off seasons, but they do a good job of explaining like, this isn't just for you to come and sign a contract overseas. This is for you to get coached by actual coaches that have been in the G league and coaching overseas. Right. So you actually get some direct feedback. Um, they, they, they educate people. And then they also have ones in the summer that do a good job of having European coaches coach the actual teams. Right. So, so that's a great one. Eurobasket Summer League, obviously, Dustin does a great job. You know, obviously, um, you know, they, they have a great brand name and they have, they probably have the most players that go to there. So 
it's definitely the biggest one. Um, but but he does a good job because he means well, right? Uh, Michael Hart used to have a good one in Vegas. I'm not sure if that's still going on. I know Drew Kelso and One Motive Sports run a lot of them. Um, I like Drew, and I think that they're genuine, and they've done a great job in representing players this year as well. Um, there's there's a couple others that I'm missing. I think uh, Ron Howard runs a runs a uh, an actual overseas uh, an overseas tour in Germany. Um, I know James and and his business partner run one in uh, in Romania as well. So th- those are some names that I recommend simply because I know I know those people. Uh, Scores first and Garrett, um, they they used to run a fantastic one in Vegas, and they haven't ran it the past two years. Obviously, this past year because of COVID. I know they were hoping to restart that in the states. I'm not sure if they will, depending on summer league, but I believe he's starting some that are in Germany. So those are good ones to check out. Uh, and again, there's, I'm not here to put any specific camps down. I'm just here to put the information out there. You can take it as you want. You can, you can take my recommendation as he doesn't know what he's talking about for the ones that I said, be careful of, or you can take my recommendation for the ones that I like and say, Hey, he doesn't know what he's talking about either. You know, I went there and had a bad experience. I'm just giving you my, my insight. And, and that my friends is, you know, you can do what you want with that. At the end of the day, you should also be asking questions. Here are some questions that you need to be asking. How much is the camp? Where is the camp? Calculate some of those costs and then put it into the formula I was telling you about before. Who's running the camp? What is their reputation? Who's gone to the camp in the past? Get some feedback from other players. Get some feedback from the people that um, that that have been there scouting. If there are scouts there, get some feedback from the people that are running the camp. Um, Ask them exactly who will be there in person, because if there's a camp that says, hey, GMs and FIBA scouts will be here, we'll say, OK, who? You know, give me names. And if they're there, if, if they tell you, ah, you know, we're supposed to keep that quiet, it's supposed to be private. Don't believe a word they say. They're just they're just lying to you, because if there are people there, ask them who will be there. So, you know, and you could do your research and you could prepare yourself to maybe introduce yourself to them when they're there. Right. Is it GMs? Is it coaches? Uh, ha- find that information out exactly. Ask the people who are running it, how many guys got a contract last year? And was it signed that day? Like, did he meet the coach that day and get offered that day? Or was it, you know, a year later, he happened to go overseas and now you're just using that as a stat, right? That's a very important differentiation. Ask if you'll get film. Will it be, will it be live streamed? Are they doing legit film? Like, are they sending you your personalized film and highlights or are they just going to give you the link to the games, which is fine as well? Um, Do they have social media exposure? All of these things matter. And there's no right or wrong way to do it as always. But this, this episode is filled with all the information I just said. You need to take it. You need to put it into your own formula and you need to figure out what's important to you. What are you getting out of it? If you say, hey, I want to go get a T-shirt out of it and spend some money and ball out with some people that want to be pros and that's it and I'm happy, great, right? If you if you walk out with a goodie bag and score 23 points against guys who have never played collegiate basketball before at a camp who you've never heard of before and, and you're okay with that, fantastic. But if you're not okay with that, go to the local Y. You'll be happier and you'll save money. You got to do your own research to figure out if you want to go to that, right? Just understand if you go in with the right mindset to meet people, shake some hands, bust your ass, maybe in the uh, – you're in the right place at the right time and someone sees you um, and, and you don't put expectations on yourself to get a contract out of it. You're just planting seeds and learning and educating yourself and playing and competing. Then you'll have a much better time.
As always, this episode, I'll, I'll end on this for the record. It's to educate you. It's not to put any exposure camps up, not to put any exposure camps down, not to kill your dreams. It's to educate you with what I think is best information and it's stuff that I've learned along the years. So hit me if you have any questions or you want to intro to any of the guys that I mentioned that run those camps. Hit me if you think differently. Hit me up if you have camps that you want to recommend that maybe I can add to this list and I'd be happy to put you in touch. Hopefully you guys learned a lot in this episode. And holy cow, I just realized that this has been going for 23 minutes. This is probably the one of the longest ones I've done when I don't have somebody else on board. So hopefully you enjoy it, guys. And we'll see you back here tomorrow morning.